morning. Instagram live, Facebook live. Good morning. Live. Good morning. Happy church day. I've got so many old songs going on in my head right now. It's so I'm bad. So excited. It's, it's so, so bad. Good. It's, it's so, so bad. Good. <laughs> if she you won't let me sing any. I'm if really you hurt. only ever saw what takes place here, yeah, probably right the, before y'all come on. A good half hour before this, if you actually had behind the scenes, it would. We have our own reality. <laughs> It's so good. Oh, we love you. Yes. Happy Sunday. Oh, Happy, Sunday. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. I miss you so well, much. Wow, I love all the names popping up. It's so good to have everybody here this morning. Yes, it Welcome is. Welcome to Connect Church. If uh, this is your first time uh, checking in, man, it's good to have you. <laughs> it really today. is. It uh, really is. Um, this is our house, and uh, and it is really the house. Yes, isn't it? it is. It really is. This is this is our sanctuary. Yeah. This has become our place to gather. Our our comfy cozy area. <laughs> I know y'all are in your pajamas. I know. I know that you all are stinky because we, we had another conversation about the importance of hygiene, even though I'm other people saying. cannot be seen. I'm just saying. Uh, I'm yeah. just saying. Yeah. All I know what? is there's nothing saying? wrong with wearing sweatpants if you ain't going sweatpants out. Sweatpants are no sweatpants are fine. It's sweatpants that can walk away on their own uh, without yeah. your legs inside. Of them. I, I, that I'm not is get, where I I'm take not getting exercise. I need somebody <laughs> needs to help me walk. It's okay, so walk, messed up. How about you walk on over to the laundry room? All right. How that, about that? How about I walk over and get my Starbucks <laughs> coffee Your in here? Cup. Actually, this is Matt Campana's yes, legendary coffee. Yes, it is. Coffee legendary in here. coffee in the house. Hallelujah. Uh, and if you haven't had it, legendary, you're missing out. So, so good. fantastic. So good. Um, I, we, we were just talking about uh, wearing clothes. Hey, next week, <laughs> <laughs> wearing clothes. I don't know. I meant. Anyway, next week, I everybody. Told you, I tried to warn y'all. We're, we're going to wear red. Everybody wear oh, red. Yeah, right, yeah. Just set for fun. You know, connect color. Uh, one of the connect, you know, our, our, one of our base colors is red. Uh, so wear red. Um, it's the blood of Jesus. No, that's uh, not why. I mean, it is, oh, but the that's blood not why. Of Jesus. Come on, it's almost Palm Sunday. <laughs> no, it's like connect strong. It's connect our, strong. It's, yeah, connect so, strong. I like that. Connect yeah, strong. but wear your best red PJs. <laughs> and then bring on your top knot. <laughs> no, I'm just telling you, I got a text this morning from one of my pastor friends, and, and he was like, you know, first, you know, welcome to our third <laughs> week online, right? And uh, he was like, you know, first week, it's like, yes, this is great. Second week, I think we can do this. Third week, are we? God help me, I'm not sure. <laughs> you know, so uh, if you can't figure out what day of the week it is, welcome. Um, yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure it's probably. I think it's Sunday. Sunday, sure it's Sunday. Oh uh, man, I, we we've had. Um, had quite a week and you know there's so much that god's teaching us i think in this matter of fact right before uh we came on jake uh was praying and he, he was praying about uh you know the the church in this new season and how things look and i i started to think about um mm -hmm. i wonder if the apostles right two thousand years ago could have ever imagined the kind of church that we have to have. Today. Like how thankful would they be for technology? Oh my right? gosh. Like, we have to walk everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, can They're you right imagine donkey. a world where people can just look at a box <laughs> and see us and we don't have to go anywhere? It's it's so cool. Like, yeah. cause I, like, I, I know that this is a weird world right now, but thank God for yes. what he provided with, for us. For real. For real. Like, what right? would we For be real. doing right now if we didn't have the, like, snail mail? Like, what are we doing? I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, this is I don't know how people Lord. get through stuff without Jesus. No, that's And I know that they that don't. I, they don't do it it's healthy. It's really, yeah. it's really hard. Yep. Well, we're, we we have so much, uh, we, 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 we have some stuff we want to hop into this morning. But Dee and I were so encouraged the other day. Yeah. Um, uh, one of our friends sent us a, 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 an Instagram post, um, and it was doctors and nurses 
on top of Don't a hospital, worshiping with arms stretched out, singing Waymaker. And uh, like I, I literally just singing and having that worship moment. Um, Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper. He's the light in the darkness. That is who you are. Yes. That's the proclamation that we're making this morning. Yes. That's the proclamation that we as a church stand on. It's not how good we are. It's not how powerful we can be. There's power in us being together. Yeah. But man, it is, he is the miracle worker. Yeah. That song has, um, if you've been to Connect, that song has had a life of its own. It, the church most definitely leads the house when we sing that oh, song. Absolutely. Um, and 100%. so when we're back together again, I, I continually think of things like that. Like when we're back together again, can you imagine ah, what it's going to be like when we sing that song? together all and we can hear each other's voices and we've come through something like this so the power you know, there's no reason to wait right so yeah we're just absolutely. Do it now, so lord i pray that you would fill every space that every person occupies right now god with a holy fervent pressing in from your spirit i pray god that people would feel instantaneously surrounded not just by one another but by your tangible presence right now god as we give our sacrifice of praise over to you and we remind ourselves and one another exactly who you are, Jesus. You are way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. My God, that is who you are. You are way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. My God, that is who you are. 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 Even when I don't see it, you're working. And even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop. You never stop working. You never stop. You never stop working. Even when I don't see it, you're working. And even when I don't feel it, you're working. You never stop. You never stop working. You never stop. You never stop. Waymaker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. My God, that is who you are. 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 Come on. Yes, God. Woo. Yes, God. He is the miracle worker, the promise keeper. That's who he is. Who he is. Come on, church. That, that needs to be the profession of our uh, of our faith today, of this week, in this season, in this crisis. That is who 
you are. You know, so so often the darkness can seem like it's so much more powerful than the light, but the light conquers darkness every time. Jesus is the light of the world, um, and he he is the mighty warrior dressed for battle. He is the the the, the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, the Prince of all things. And so, woo, thanks, babe. Yeah. All right, chills. Now I'm grateful. There was a point in that where it's like I didn't even remember that I was singing because I felt like I could hear people in their homes, yes. like finding their voice and like singing it out and hearing each other. So, yeah. You know, we, we've, we've seen so many, Um, we, we had an awesome prayer night on uh, Friday yeah. night. Yeah. Listen, if you haven't had a chance to, to, to hop into prayer night on Tuesday, on Friday nights, every Friday night at seven, um, they've been so incredibly mm -hmm. powerful and we've seen miracles, seen miracles. Uh, For real. We've been getting real amazing praise reports. Uh, yeah. that, uh, a man who was uh, on the ventilator uh, in the hospital with with COVID, mm -hmm. uh, uh, off ventilator, healthy, yeah. doing great. Uh, we had, a, um, we, we had a, a person who had a fever mm -hmm. uh, with all the symptoms. And uh, they said, you know, we prayed last Friday, not this Friday, last yeah. Friday night for them. And uh, the report was that very night, that yeah. very time, the, the fever broke and the whole family Thank is fine. God. Nothing, uh, nothing of that. We Woo. had a, a child who had symptoms um, mm -hmm. and then uh, got, got the test uh, after prayer and negative report. Uh, you yes. know, the, 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 the test was negative. Yes. It was a positive report. Yeah, the, positive. Yeah, yeah, positive yeah, 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 yeah. Uplifting report. Uplifting report. Negative no, is what you want. My God is the God of miracles. Yeah. Still the God Still. of miracles. All the more. All the more. And more opportunity. Lots of opportunity, <laughs> right? Absolutely. And uh, we know we, we saw uh, lots of people um, who are who have lost their jobs. And uh, we're believing that our God is still Yahweh Yir. He's still Jehovah Jireh. Yes, he, he hasn't is. stopped being that D. He is. And it's not even something that we're just going to believe for. He it's is. who he is. It is who he is. He is who he yeah. is. And it's, sometimes you got to walk around your house and like, I know you are who you say you are. I know that you are who I've seen you to be. And yeah. sometimes you just have to speak it, speak it, speak it more than anything else wants to speak. Yeah, but sometimes, um, which we're going to talk about today a little bit, sometimes our situation can speak mm -hmm. louder about who God is than yeah. really his voice speaks who he is. And and if you've ever allowed that, I mean, I, look, there's, <laughs> uh, you know, we, we've had to... Uh, you know, try to navigate through some disappointment in, in mm -hmm. being able not to be together. And, you know, the building at the Cherry Hill campus is, is, uh, you know, on pause for a little while. Can't get workers out there. Can't do anything. You know, there's all sorts of things that we've had to, to do. And, and if we're not careful, we'll let those situations speak louder. Yeah. Because this week I was like, so what you're saying, God, is that when the tornado came, right, right. you were like, mm -hmm. yeah, I know you think this is the biggest thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait Whatever. till you see next yeah, 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 Easter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the week after Easter last year? Um, You're going to be like, oh, gosh, remember when yeah. that tornado came? Yeah. Like, remember when we it? actually were able to be in a, in a room? Yeah. Exactly. We had a tent. We could actually be in a tent. I know. Do you remember we were like, oh, my gosh, we got to be in a tent? Now we're like, be in yeah, a tent. Yeah. yeah. But you know what? I'm, the reason I'm saying that is because um, – it's just not because God saw an opportunity, <laughs> but be, just because He knew. Yeah, like He, he was just how we used just just how we were saying like He wasn't thrown by the tornado. He's not thrown by this. Yeah, he was so still true. providing. He is still showing up, and we were still with Him. Yep. Our lives still continued over the last year, even with having most of our building wrecked. We still, we still, He still proved who He was. Yeah. So like, let's make sure that we look at that. And you know, when we 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 actually had a different. Uh, message ready. 
uh, for today. And then yesterday, God just started to totally shift everything. Yep. And we completely put that aside and, and rewrote a whole message. And the reason sometimes that, you know, things stick out to you, sometimes there's different reasons when you can read something that's very familiar to you, but it takes on a new life. Um, a lot of times it's because the season, right? The yeah, season shifts yeah, that true. you're in. So then you read things differently, you know, it's Psalm 91 that keeps popping up yeah. for so many. And it's not because like I didn't seek out of a Psalm that would really speak to us in this time. It's just God led me there and God mm, led many people absolutely. there. And then you read it in context of what we're going through. Like, oh my goodness, was this always in there? And sometimes it's the Holy Spirit that brings things alive to us at a particular moment that he really needs us to hone in and sing. But oftentimes, and that's where we're going today, is that sometimes something that you that might be familiar to you in the word of God um, ha- takes on a completely different meaning when you shift the character within the yeah. story that you cool. relate 100%. to and the perspective from which you're willing to take when you read uh, the the word of God. And that's something that we're going to focus in on today. Yeah, because we always want to be the hero in the story. Yeah, or the one getting our need met. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, like that's either, what I mean. Yeah, correct. Either the hero yeah, right. or the one that's the one better by here. the end of it. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I know I was that, but now I was lame, but now I'm walking. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. We never want to be the Pharisee in the crowd or oh, the, yeah, yeah, right. you know, the right, person right, right. who let Jesus down. Um, and yet, to be honest, that is who we are many times yes. in our lives. And today we're going to look at a familiar scripture um, in Matthew chapter 14. So if you brought your Bible, open to Matthew. Uh, it's the first book of the New Testament. Um, if you didn't bring your Bible. And first get, book in your app. In your app. The New Testament. That's right. It says Matthew. Bible Gateway, whatever, Lagos, it's all awesome. Um, and we're going to look at a, a, a familiar scripture, um, maybe in, a, maybe in a, an unfamiliar way. It's, it's Jesus feeding of the 5,000. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're not, uh, we're, so often I think we look at the end of that miracle, right? Mm-hmm. How he broke the bread and right. he distributed it and people respond. And then John says they want to make him king. There's all this amazing I mean, how cool would it be to be on that mountaintop with him when he's breaking the bread and, you know, on the plane and he's giving it. He's yeah, once it all. starts multiplying. Yeah, it's awesome, right? That's, start, right, correct. Once, once correct. it starts to be correct. enough. But yeah. I, I want to talk, we want to talk, we want to talk just a little bit about um, what precipitated that mm-hmm. and uh, and what Jesus was trying to teach his disciples and how they responded and how, how we respond when we mm-hmm. find ourselves in a similar situation. Yeah. So in this, as we read through this now, um, um, try to avoid the temptation that we have right now of um, associating ourselves with those who were hungry, who was looking for their need to right. be met. And, and even, you know, even though our focus is on Jesus, it's not even that what we're asking to focus in on, but really hone in on being the disciples yeah. in this scenario yes. and associating yourself with the disciples perspective, what they did, what they didn't do, why they didn't do and why they did what they did. These are the kinds of questions that are healthy to float around in our minds as you know, when you read the word and you extract certain things and what does God want the takeaway to be? How does this situation that we're all in the middle of is meant to grow something inside of us Correct. that's not currently there. Yep. We're going to have a different answer to that. We'll have an answer collectively as a society, as a nation, but we'll also have things that are very specific to who we are. And sometimes the only way we get insight into that is by associating with someone that maybe didn't get it right. Yeah, correct. Like the disciples didn't get it right out of the gate here. And that's okay for us to understand that we might be the disciples. Yeah, and the wise, right? So yes. I think so we can look at it and go, why? So because those those same wise that probably hit Peter and J- and James and John and yeah. Matthew are, are the same ones that probably hit us as well. For so, sure. And even if they look differently, they're probably from the same source. Yeah. So look, we're going to read from verse 13, uh, Matthew chapter 14, verse 13. It says, now when Jesus heard this, what, he, what did he just hear? 
Um, he just heard that John the Baptist, who was his cousin, remember, yeah. he, he, John was really the first uh, really uh, person to respond to Jesus because the Bible says when, when Mary walked into Elizabeth's house, John's mom, uh, Mary spoke and the child inside leapt. of her leapt. Um, it leapt uh, at, at hearing that she was pregnant with Jesus. Um, but he found out he was beheaded. And so he's, you know, it stinks. We found out that someone in, in our, uh, in church died this week. Matter of fact, today's her birthday. And, uh, it's sad. It's, it's, um, it's sad. Um, and, uh, Jesus found himself with a cousin that was dead. And needing a human minute. Yeah. Just need a minute. You know, just need a we minute have to breathe. always remember and not be afraid to remember that Jesus was fully God and fully man. So yeah. he has natural, uh, needs not, he feels losses and everything else in the, in the natural yeah, yeah there's not he's not void of emotions so. yeah so he he hears this and the bible says he withdrew from there in a boat to a desolate place you can underline that a desolate place by himself but when the crowds heard it they followed him on foot from the towns when he went ashore he saw a great crowd and he had compassion on them and healed the sick underline that that's how jesus responded when he saw the crowd now, when it was evening, the disciples came to him and said, this is a desolate place and the day is now over. Send the crowds away so, uh, to, to go to the villages and buy food for themselves. Let them take care of it themselves. But Jesus said, there's no need for them to go away. You give them something to eat. They said to him, we only have five loaves here and two fish. And he said, bring them here to me. Now, I know that we know the rest of the story, right? He takes the loaves and the bread. He blesses them. He multiplies them. He feeds 5,000, probably up to 20,000 people in that amazing moment. Um, but I think the thing that, that Dee and I want to, that really jumped out of us is that both Jesus and the disciples found themselves in, in a very similar position. Mm -hmm. They both were in desolate places and they both came in contact with a crowd. Yes. But they both responded in very different ways. Yeah. And we were in, um, we went to, we were in Israel, <laughs> like, uh, I guess a, a year ago. You, now. Have been to, you and I together have been to Israel a couple times now. Yeah, we have. And yeah. so then. It's know, hot. It, it, it is hot. We, you took, the first time you took me, we were, it was August. So right. if you, if you ever want to be scared to, of going to hell. Yeah. 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 Go, go Absolutely. somewhere. That's like literally on the face of the sun yeah. in August. Um, what, but, what happened to you at Masada when we were there, by the way? Oh, my stars. This is not that moment. <laughs> this is not that moment. We're going to have story time with, with the Horners later. All right. Not this time. Okay. You know, there's no way to recover when you know the story. There's no way to recover right now. <laughs> Anywho. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> But when it looks I, like this, by the way. Yeah, it looks. It, this yeah, I'm is a, trying to okay. say. I'm. Tr I oh, got like two. You got to go. I know what I'm supposed to talk about. All right, go. Right I'm thinking you're like pull the fast one. Um, but yeah. So anyway, we were in Israel last year, and um, there were some places that were beautiful and lush, oh, and you don't want to leave. You don't want to leave, right? Yeah. So, um, we would get into our van, and um, everybody else would go to sleep, and uh, I was in the front with our driver, Sammy. Loved him. He's so cute. Such the best man. And so we would be driving, right? And so Sammy was not afraid of anything. No. So we would drive from a town to, to from a town, and there were multiple. Like it is. So we we would be driving. And Imagine the Dukes of Hazard mm, driving in Israel. Dri driving in a, like a cargo van. Yeah. And we would Crazy. be airborne many times so like the <laughs> terrain is like this i mean around and through mountains and we would be airport and i would be like 
there was times I would grab Sammy. I was like, Sammy, do you know Jesus? Like, I, I, it was terrifying. About to see him. It was terrifying. And and I, and I would look around, and we would never see a car. Oh no! It was desolate. And they would see no. It was dry. No, no land. I mean, no, no, no vegetation. No. no, and it was it was it was dry. It was. I felt exposed and yeah. I felt very unsettled because really I would think, does anybody know we're here? Like if this van <laughs> does in fact go airborne into, can someone track my can phone? Can someone find us? And, but it's, it makes you feel like I, I cannot protect myself here. Yeah. I cannot yeah. provide it's for really myself good. here. Yep. And I need to get where the people are. Yeah, that's, that's what so it, it, that's what your instincts begin to tell you. Yeah. Yeah. And it is very hot, rocky and not a whole lot of life. No, and no. I, I think you know. I think um, I think the challenge the, that we've been talking about in that in those desert moments or those desolate moments, yeah, is that um, what we really believe about who God is really comes out. Right on yeah, out. it comes out because you know when 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 we're in prosperity and we're in uh, the lush uh, the yeah. lushness of life, the lavishness of life. There's so many other things to distract us. Um, mm -hmm. but when we're in the desolate, what we really believe when we are desperate mm -hmm. and I think there's something, I think, I think many times God allows us to come to that desperate moment because it's just a revealer, mm -hmm. um, of how we really see him. And, and I think the challenge in these moments and the challenge for us right now, especially in this desolate time is to reframe the way that we think mm -hmm. about God, reframe the way it's not just reframing the way we think about something. It's about re re reframing the way we think about someone which is mm -hmm. Jesus. And that's what was happening in this moment. Mm -hmm. They had to re like Jesus already shown him all the, like yeah. he had done all these miracles already. And yet they come to this moment where they don't fe feel like they have enough. Yeah. And you, it's, you know, I, I actually really relate to the disciples in this. I, you want to, you want to feel like, I can't believe that they, they handled it this no. way. But you know, the truth is, is that they were, it, they were still, becoming intimate with Jesus, even though Jesus had already been intimate with them, right? Yeah, he correct. had shown himself up close personal. He, he wasn't mincing words about who he was, all these correct. things, but um, they were still in doubt. And it's so odd to me that, uh, that they would watch Jesus. So just real quick. So Jesus was in, was in a, was in a natural deficit and yes. after John yes. died, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. so it says he right. got into the boat yeah. to be alone. Yeah, leave me alone. Leave just. I need some solitary <laughs> moments yeah. here, okay? So some of you were all. And then Tigger comes bouncing. Yes. <laughs> Yo. Danielle can totally relate to this because yep. she like goes into her her <laughs> cave, and I, I I let that go for like five minutes, and uh -huh. I'm like, hey, do you want to play? And uh -huh. I can't like it's, literally and like she's that. Like, I just need to be alone. And I'm like, what? He's like, what's wrong? I don't know. Why, like, why are you mad at me? This, yeah. this is what's wrong. This is this yeah. and, so, uh -huh. no, and that, There's a that, whole lot of people out there going amen to that, by the way. No, but it's, thank God we have uh, tiggers in our lives because for the melancholies out here, you know, that's not good. So anyway, what was I talking about? Okay. Jesus so, so, so Jesus needed to be alone. And then the people came and they, he was moved with compassion. And so yeah. he began to yeah, heal. Yeah, yeah. He began yeah. to do yeah. miracles. Yep. Yeah. And what it tells me is that um, sometimes it's not an either or situation that we get to be in. Yes, correct. Sometimes it's a both end. Wow. Sometimes we are in need in the natural and we need to also at the same time draw from the father and give him away. And it's very odd to me that in, from the safety of reading it from my comfy sofa yes, yeah. that um that at this moment that the disciples who had a holy assignment to draw people to Jesus yes. 
they on that holy assignment, they actually sent people away from Jesus. Yeah. It's a very sobering moment because I think how many times like in life situations like we're going through right now is what I'm saying is what I'm giving away. Is it actually joining in with the fear and sending people away from the side of Jesus? Or is it drawing people to the side of Jesus? And and I and right here, it's very easy, right, for me to figure out what lane I'm in. But sometimes if you're having a one-on-one conversation, you can find yourself joining right in and sounding just like someone who doesn't have the hope of Jesus and you actually are yes, extracting totally. them from 100%. the side of Jesus. So yeah. our holy assignment is the same assignment right now that the disciples had. And Jesus had just exampled for them because it wasn't, they didn't look around like, where's Jesus? Like they watched Jesus needed, uh, he needed a moment of solitude. And yet he, they watched the people go after yes. him and they watched him example what he was about to expect from them being personally in need and yet still being the hands and feet yeah. of the father and giving him away. Yeah. You said, you just said something really powerful D and I think at times we can, we, we live in an either or world, either right? Or. Like we're, we're either, I need to be the one to receive. Right. Right. Now. right. I'm either, if, if I'm in need, I'm the, I need to be the recipient. Um, but there's going to be times that I'm going to be able to be the giver. Yeah. And uh, I was thinking about um, being in Israel and being around wells. Uh, when you come to a well in that, in that spot, uh, they're they're dug on on springs, natural springs that come up, and uh, as long as the spring is flowing inside of the well, mm-hmm. I don't think the well ever goes. Oh my gosh, I can't give up a bucket. Right, I yeah, can't yeah, give a bucket yeah, full yeah, of water. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, what's yeah. Gonna, if I give up a bucket right. full of water, what's going to happen? No, no, he knows because the springs oh, in there. Okay. Every bucket that goes out is going to be refilled, and I think that's that's what I'm talking about. Seeing Jesus, mm-hmm. I don't think we're necessarily seeing Jesus as our source all the time in this, and. You know, uh, that word, that Greek word for desolate there means to, to, to lack any kind of fruit, to lack any kind mm-hmm. of sustenance. Yeah. Like, and, yes. I, and, and I think at yeah. times we, we allow our situation to be our, our limited situation, our lack situation to be projected onto Jesus. And so mm-hmm. if we're in lack, then we see a lack there. Um, and, mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. uh, it, it's kind of the same way. The limitations of our situation become the limitations of our savior. And it's a tell of who we've been looking for to, for a provision source anyway. Thomas, right? John, uh, we're going to, we're, we're coming to Easter, the empty tomb. Thomas, Thomas says, uh, I see the empty tomb, mm-hmm. but, uh, the empty tomb is an empty promise. Mm-hmm. See, he couldn't see the, he couldn't see the resurrected Lord. He could only see the empty tomb. And well, I think, how about one other thing? I yeah. So how about this? So. They're in this desolate place, okay? And then all day, the, Jesus is performing miracles by healing the sick. And so then it comes tonight, and the and the disciples, being the brilliant mm. cells they are, say, we're in a desolate place, Jesus. Send them to go yeah. get what they like need. Like they were in a desolate place. Like the whole they're rest, in the, the same place. Uh-huh. They didn't move. They did not move. Yeah, but, but darkness came. But darkness, but darkness came. came. Yeah. Darkness yeah. came. And I, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and and it's for another day because we, when we started to really dive into yeah. this, we ended up having more that we might even share later this week. But it's such a tell that that whole time, what did they think they were watching? I know. He had, he, he, he had compassion. He had all these miracles that he was doing. Yeah. They come to this last place, but I think it does come back to really kind of forgetting two things. Uh, you know, you mentioned they had an assignment. And I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to skip through that because I think it's powerful um, in this moment that yeah. in these end both times. Yep. In the end both times, we cannot forget that we have an assignment. Yeah. They they forgot they had an assignment. The assignment was to bring people to Jesus, mm-hmm. to represent Jesus, 
to manifest his authority on the earth. Ma um, Matthew 4.19 says that uh, I want to make you fishers of men, right? He, he yeah. says, bring the little children uh, unto mm -hmm. me. He, he's, he's calling them to, to be um, the salt and the light on the earth. And the, in this time that we're, 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 we've been seeing Jesus do miracles, but nighttime is coming and, and we're in a desolate place here. I think sometimes we can forget we have that assignment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because um, so think about what we're hearing about right now with the, the concept of supply chain and yeah. and some of the, the bumps, we'll say that way, that are coming up. It's such a it's such um, a beautiful uh, analogy that God can give us right now if we really will listen to this. So think about the fact and this is some, this is actually um, something that we can understand all the more because we we understand some of the mechanics now having TKC yeah. right so we've gone we've 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 done a trip where we've gone to where the warehouses say um, for all of the meat right all right so there's this warehouse for all of the meat um, but we but most of us have not been to that warehouse okay so we just go to our store and buy the meat right. so right now we are all um, like uh, what's the word sympathizing with everyone at the store not being able to get the meat, meat. that they want. Correct. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. like in the stories, when we read them, we don't all connect to the disciples, right? We're thinking about the hungry people. Right. Right. Correct. Yep. And so I am right now we've been talking about Jesus, right? This, 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 this storehouse of meat and the people in need and like, uh, hello, Jesus. Right. But what we, with that holy assignment that Kyle is referring to is us. And that is us finding our spiritual sweet spot, which is being the storehouse. Yes, correct. Being the ones that steward and let the provision flow fluidly through us to people so they know where it came from. So in, right now we're going to be tempted to be spiritual hoarders. Yes, we are. And food hoarders, yep. right? Yep. But we have to remember that there is this storehouse that has the supply that we need. Yeah. And there are people right now to know that need to know that they don't just need the stuff, right? Because if we just keep reminding you church that like, listen, God's going to provide all of your needs. You're going to get through this. And the only thing you're going to remember is that you got the stuff. But right now what we're, what our holy, our holy assignment is, is to be the purest storehouse there is. So that when people, when that provision passes through us for other people, that the purity of that product has remained intact. Nobody has to worry that it's been spoiled. Yeah. Nobody has yes. to worry that yeah. it's been mis misrepresented yeah. and tainted. Yep. No one has to worry about getting food poisoning because it's not in its purest form. It has come through the conduit of his church and it has remained intact. So how are we representing Say not just telling people God's going to provide, but then how are we being the representation of the provision for other people so that they can look back and see that God is good? Yeah, I, I, absolutely. I mean, I, I think the a lot of times we we tell we we are we're comfortable with send them away, right? They say send them away, let them go take care of, them. let them figure it out on their own. We, we don't have enough. We don't have enough, and, that, and and that's the why behind it is there's not enough. And, and we have this poverty mentality that says, um, if I'm, if I'm, if I don't have enough in this area, mm -hmm. I, I'm not going to be able to have enough in another area. You know what? And I just, yep. did, so yesterday, so you just in the natural normal yep. example. Okay. So we, you know, have food in the freezer and we have it <laughs> like allotted, right? Like we yep. know how many meals that we can get from food, how often, like we're being very diligent and defrosting things. 
So yesterday or the night before I, we had a piece of meat and we, and we got ready as a family with like we cut potatoes, cut carrots, got it, put it in the slow cooker. Yeah. Oh yeah. Pop roast. You know, yeah. and mm -hmm. we set the timer and everything. And I kept, I had this, I had this thing the whole time, like, Danielle, don't do this. Yeah. Do this when you're awake. Yeah. Do not put this on. And I'm like, well, we've used the slow cooker a million times. It's going to be fine. When we went to sleep, you could smell the, the food cooking. So I was like, okay, it's all good. So we wake up in the morning and I'm like, I don't smell the pot roast. And I knew something was wrong. And I went downstairs and the entire thing was cooked through, completely had cooked through and it was off and everything was cold. So it was all spoiled. And it devastated me because I was like, I know how many meals are coming from uh -huh. this and blah, yep. blah, 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 yep. blah, blah. Instead of saying like, okay, Jesus knows that yes, this yes, was yes, going to happen, yes, whatever, yeah. why we can't figure yeah. it out. But like immediately you take the onus of responsibility to provide for those yeah. you love yep. onto yourself. And yep. it can mess with your mind because we, we were like 15 minutes in and I was like, I need a lasso my brain right now because this is i am sure jesus is not up there fretting over yeah. this pot roast yeah, yeah. last week Fred. we talked about he can multiply the oil and the flour and everything mm -hmm. for an entire you know three and a half years of, of yes. drought right but we're worried that we can't have a pot roast because that was in the bible i know exactly but, but no, no, no no exactly right but that, but I, I should what i should have done is pour some of this oil Everybody have their oil. Shout out. I <laughs> Shout out. all the oil. I should have poured this on the meat. And then, and then let's just see what happens. <laughs> I'll let you test it first. Yeah. You let me know. Thanks. thanks. <laughs> thanks. I got faith. I'm in. Uh, I, think, I think there's something powerful about, look, I want to just say there's that poverty mentality has power and it robs us of so much of our joy, of our faith, of our peace in yes. life. Um, and especially in comparison to this prosperity uh, culture that we're in, because Here's what you have to know about poverty mentality. Um, it is reinforced in our culture of prosperity. The reason why is this. The prosperity that we have at any level is never enough because we always live in comparison. comparison. So we're always living in what we have is actually lack. Mm -hmm. And we are more... Less than. Less not, than, not correct. Enough, right? So we are, all, we are much more com uh, comfortable with what we don't have than what we do have. Mm -hmm. So we can't... Don't think uh, American Christians. Don't think that that thing is only quarantined to how we see money. It's or our, or our possessions or the size of our house or our, our, it is how we see God. Yes. It's how we see our life. Yes. Um, I'm not a good enough Christian because I, I would, I'd be able to believe in faith, Pastor D, if I was like you. Mm -hmm. If I had a testimony like them, if I could worship like her, <laughs> I, I, of course I could believe like that. But mm -hmm. you don't see the pot roast that was wasted inside of that's me. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Yeah. And that's, that's what the disciples are doing here. They're they're like they looked at themselves and they said, mm -hmm. "We don't have enough. All we have is five loaves and two fish." By the way, oh by the way, wasn't there five loaves and two fish? By the way, they were taking credit for something that wasn't even theirs. Uh, a child that, that wasn't even counted. In I, know, I know. He didn't, he didn't even get counted and being fed. Right? He didn't, it wasn't important enough in that, in that culture. Um, that's a whole different message in and of itself. Thank but, God for that little boy. Right? Exactly. But you know, do, do I love? I do really still love that concept of Jesus turning to them and saying, "Hey, I know you're in a desolate place, and so am I. Um, feed them." feed them because I believe that God is always looking and has been always looking for divine partnership.
I think from the beginning of time, God has looked for divine partnership. Look, Ecclesiastes 4, right? 9 says uh, two are better than one, right? There's more return for their work. There's partnership. Uh, Three-strand cord cannot be broken. Adam and Eve, Adam wasn't complete unless there was Eve. It was Adam and Eve together with God. It, we, we actually see the breakdown of divine partnership when it, when um, Cain and Abel, who could have brought the sacrifice together, yeah. right? Saw, one of them saw it as a competition mm-hmm. and lived in comparison, and then it brought destruction. Mm-hmm. And I think I love what Jesus is saying. Not just it's not just about. And you said it yesterday mm-hmm. to me, and, and you can you can highlight that maybe a little bit. It's not like well, you feed them, right? Yeah. I, I, hey, I, I've been working all day. I've yeah. been working all day. I'm going to put my feet up for a little bit. You feed them. I'm, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. I think that that's, you know, a lot of times if you are part of Connect and you've heard me share before, I kind of talk about that a lot, you know, how our uh, connection to Jesus and to God can take on um, a weird tone if we don't know who he is. Because yeah. then we yep. end up reading things, yep. ways that he didn't say them. And as if his intention was different than it really was, because we're reading it from like a judgmental place correct? Um, instead of a pure love and truth place. So when I read that, I hear him say like, he, cause he says in the word, like they don't need to go away. No, they don't need to go away. But like, not like they don't need to go away. You do it. Like that's all I raised. Like that's all I heard in my whole life. And I was like, yes, sir. It's that Italian Holy Spirit in you, by the way. Absolutely. It's like, what do you do when someone's down? You feed them. What do you do when someone's happy? You feed them. (laughs) Right? And it's like, I have no meatballs for 5,000 people. I just ruined my pot roast. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. This is why this is just horrible in my world. But, you know, so um, I forget what I was saying. (laughs) <laughs> well, t- t- tell, tell, you know, they, they, they turn around and they're, they're like, you feed them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the tone, the tone of yeah, how we're so. here is. So I hear because he had just been moved with compassion. It's what yes. caused him to come out of his natural need and still bring healing, still bring miracles. Right. And then he just he's depositing and he's and he is in the natural depleted again, fully mm-hmm. God and fully man. His spirit might be strong. Yes, right. But yes. but there's there's weakness in the human body. It's one of the reasons why Jesus taking on every um, dimension of the human flesh is so powerful. Correct. Because he never can say, uh, like, he doesn't Yeah, I've never gotten tired. I didn't get hungry. I didn't, yeah, yeah. And so as this, as that's happening, he, he could have pushed them away. He doesn't push them away. And then he says, have them come to me even more. Like, they don't need to go away. And the disciples could have said, like, imagine if this is what happened instead. Like, what if they had said, okay, what did we just, hey, guys, come here. Let's yeah, have yeah, a yeah, meeting. Yeah. Like, what did we just witness? Yeah. All right. So he just did all of this before us. He just healed. All of these people that we've known have been ill. Yep. He just provided. All right. So what what do we got here? What do we got? We got some loaves. We got some fish. All right. <laughs> so let's go to Jesus and say, Jesus, we just watched you perform miracles and provide for people in lack. This is what we have. Can we do something with this for all of them? Do you, is there something that you would have us do with this? Can we ask you to do something with this? They didn't bring anything. Yes. They just went mm-hmm. to send people away. So it, it just spoke to me that we might not always get it right. Correct. Right. Like in our minds, Correct. we're thinking that if they, they had to do this well, but what would have been the response if Jesus said, they don't have to go away. You feed them. And they had said, okay, this is what we have, but we know in the natural it's not going to be enough. So what do you say that we do? 
is if, if, if you say that we can call this call fire down and multiply this, then we'll do it. But like whatever it is, and that it's 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 conversation. Yeah, it's communication yeah, yeah, yeah. with yeah. Jesus. We're so afraid that we have to do it right that we sometimes don't ask him like, can you help me not do it wrong? <laughs> like, can you give me a little bit of something here? But they didn't offer him anything that quickly in the same exact time and space. They forgot who he was. They did. And and it's just something to teach us again, guys. Like when we think of ourselves as our spiritual sweet spot right now is to shift our minds, to see ourselves as that storehouse. So we're not trying to figure out the provision and we're not only seeing ourselves as takers, but we're seeing ourselves as facilitators. Ask Jesus right now, church, yeah. how can I be the facilitator of what you're going to provide, not just for me, not just for my family, but those within my sphere of care. Yeah, I, I think I think Dee, one of the most um, powerful moments in this is when he turns to them and says, you feed them. He is giving them an opportunity. He recognizes yeah. the opportunity in the opportunity. They recognize the lack in the opportunity. And I think a lot of times what we end up doing, church, is that we... We, uh, they got, I think they probably did get together. I think they probably did mm -hmm. have a love. And they said, this is what they said. They asked the question, what do we have? Mm -hmm. Rather than who are we? Who have we been made to be? Who has God created us to be as the 12? God, mm -hmm. who, who's Jesus created us to be? So they said, all right, well, what, what's in the storehouse? What do we got? What's in the cupboard? Mm -hmm. Who's got what in their pockets? How many coins do we have? And they looked in the natural rather than looking in the supernatural to realize who they were. And, and, and as a church, we constantly want to bring us back to this. You were created for something. You have been designed for something. You've been empowered for mm -hmm. something. Stop looking at what you have or don't have and look at who you've been created to be because everything you've been created to be, God has given you the power to actually be already. That's what the, that's what I that that for me is when I look at this, I say, man, they missed an opportunity because they had already been empowered. They had been empowered to live in this supernatural life. And I think we're so used to living in a natural life that we forget about the supernatural life. They needed to change their perspective on the narrative. The narrative was the same, mm -hmm. right? Our narrative is the same. We're going to, we are, we are quarantined, right? And, and I don't, none of us know how long it is. We need to change our perspective on the narrative. And instead of asking, what don't we have or what can't we do? We have to ask ourselves, what have, who, mm -hmm. what has God empowered us to do? Because we as a church, as people, have been empowered by the same Holy Spirit that was living in Jesus is now inside of us. G you know, we, we've been empowered to, to make the desolate fruitful. We've been empowered to make deserts spring forth with water. We've been empowered uh, to see the sick who are on ventilators, the sick who have COVID-19 be healed by the power of Jesus. Jesus said, these things I have done, you shall do also and greater things, right? Let me say one, yeah, yeah, say yeah. one yeah, thing. Yeah, and this, this is the last thing I'm going to add because um, we're coming in here on the end. But uh, if you, and I was studying late last night uh, all of this, and I read this in like maybe 10 <laughs> translations. And I think this is something for us to focus in on in this upcoming week. So when 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 the when the when the apostles and the disciples responded they in every translation you read it says they said we have here five loaves and two yeah, fish we have here yeah. five loaves and two fish we have here no matter how you read it it always says here we have five loaves and two fish here we have we have here 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 and then jesus says bring them here bring yes. it here bring it here and i see two mm -hmm. here's remember we've talked about holy ground they're here we have here five loaves and two fish and sit, and Jesus says, bring it and bring them here. 
here to me. There's a difference. Yep. So it's like right now, guys, we have to move everything that we have our focus on and trust in from here to here. Yes. This is holy yes. ground. I have here five loaves, two fish. Jesus says, bring them here, yeah. bring it here, Good bring day. it here, bring them here, bring them here. You're here today might be here this week. Let us migrate over to this place of here. This is where holy ground is, has a room for all of us yeah, to totally inhabit. Good. Yeah. Yeah. That's and awesome no, I think it's important. I think it's important that we see that that's our assignment. We were talking earlier about an assignment mm -hmm. and our assignment is to bring people to Jesus, bring them to me. You know, guys, just a, a few, a few days before that moment, Jesus had said to the, his disciples, he, the Bible says he gave him their power. He gave them akusia, the, the, the authority and it rested upon them. And here they have this, this opportunity to use what Jesus just placed inside of them. God has given us a, an opportunity to use what he's placed inside of us, whether that be his, the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness. Uh, we need all of those yeah. things in this season. Now. In, in the now. now right to bring now. it from, right hey, you, 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 you do it yourself here to here in, the, in, in holiness. The supernatural gifts for words of discernment, words of knowledge, to prophetic utterance, to gifts of power and faith and healing and yes. miracles. All those things are inside of you and I. I, I, I was uh, uh, I was talking with Dee earlier about when I was little, I had um, I, I had a canoe and uh, we would <laughs> we would take canoe trips a lot. And um, we would sometimes we canoe down where they had really bad rapids. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I was never afraid. I was never afraid of drowning. And the reason was is because I always had one of those big orange life vests on, right? It's <laughs> big orange life vest on. And because this thing on me would always keep me above above those rapids, keep me above it all. Listen, you wear an anointing. You wear an anointing. You wear a mantle that yes, comes from Jesus Christ. You wear an anointing, yes. an anointing that comes from Jesus. It runs down off his beard. It falls onto his body. It is the mantle of the prophetic thing that Elijah had, that Elisha had, that Jesus has that rests upon you and I. And I just want to really encourage you to allow that anointing to not look at what we don't have, not look at what we have just here, but actually see what we can have when we live in the here. Yeah. Bring, I yes. love D, the end of that is the right on thing that you just said. Bring them to me. Yes, here. Bring them yes. here to me. Yes. Church, uh, bring our neighbors here to, to us. Um, you know, how do we do that in this world right now? I don't know. Maybe bake some cookies, wrap them up real tight, leave them on someone's step uh, <laughs> without seeing them, leave a note, uh, you know, buy a gift card from a local store and, uh, and send it to someone who is in need. Um, you know, write a note, not a text, not an email. Take a note, write it out, and just, uh, you know, email to someone who just maybe needs some encouragement right now. Whatever we are doing right now, we are not living in lack. We have an abundant Jesus. We have a spring of life that springs up deep within our soul, and his name is Jesus Christ. And every bucket that we pour out uh, will be will be refilled with that spring if we stay connected to him. Stretch your generosity. Stretch yeah. it. Stretch your generosity. 
Find out how wide your tent pegs can go yes. in whatever area that looks like for you. Generosity. Some people can, you know, they they give away right and left in one area of life, but Correct. then they're they 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 hold on to things in another area of life. Stretch the tent pegs of your generosity. Feel that stretch and find ways proactively to give him away through tangible things that will speak to people. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, we talk about Malachi three. Nine and ten talking about uh, bring the whole tithe into the yeah. storehouse, so there'll be plenty to give away. That's true physically, church. We need to keep giving our yes. tithe into the storehouse. Why? Because we, as a church, we'll talk about it in just a minute. Have plans of giving it away into our communities uh, and and all of this, right? But it's also a spiritual thing. It's bringing the resources of God into the storehouse that you talked about in yeah. our life, and be able then to be the store that Spirit pours it out. Time. Exactly. You got it. The storehouse is in. Bring the whole tithe yes. into the storehouse. This week, bring the tithe into the storehouse. Uh, bring that in, the resource of God inside of you so that it can be meet the needs of the people around you. Bring them to me. Yes. Bring them to me. Maybe today you find yourself far from Jesus. Maybe you never knew that he loved you. Maybe you always thought like D and I did growing up, we'd never be good enough for God. Maybe we we thought all the time we'd have to do stuff to, to, to try to win his favor. But when you read the Bible, you know, not one of those people do on that and uh, that in that field that day deserved Jesus to give him bread. It, the Bible says his compassion healed them. His compassion fed them. Yeah. His compassion for you opens up the door to heaven today. Yes, it does. It opens up the door to a real relationship with Jesus, not by might, not by power, but by his spirit. Mm -hmm. The Bible says this that all of us have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God and the wages of those sins is death, but the gift of God, the gift is eternal life through Jesus Christ. And that's what we wanna offer you today yes. because he can bring you peace even in your lack. He can bring you hope even in your worry. Today is your day to get connected with Jesus. So if that's what you wanna to do today, maybe you've never done that or you find yourself far from him today, backslidden, maybe mm -hmm. just, just really at a distance with him today, will you pray with yeah. Dana? Let's just pray together. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just come to you. We're ready to give you our lives. So if that's where you are today, can you just pray this prayer with me? Just say, dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. Here I am today. Here I am today. I've come to give you my life. I've come to give you my life. All that I am. All that I am. All that I have. And all that I have. All that I ever will be. All that I ever will be. I give to you now. I give to you now. I'm asking you, Jesus. I'm asking you, Jesus. To be the Lord and Savior of my life. To be the Lord and the Savior of my life. Forgive me of all my sin. Forgive me of all my sin. Cleanse me of everything I've done wrong. Cleanse me of everything I've done wrong. Fill me with your spirit fill me with your spirit make me your child make me your child for this day forward from this day forward and forevermore and forevermore i choose i choose to live to live for jesus christ alone for jesus christ alone in his name i pray in his name i pray amen amen and amen amen amen, amen. amen. Hey, thank you, God. Just like Jesus did a miracle and fed those people who didn't deserve it today, the Bible says he fed your soul. He came in and the Bible says, if you confess him as Lord with your mouth and believe in your heart that he died for you and rose again, today you are saved. Today you have a relationship with God. And just, just start walking that out. And by the way, if you can, and we're going to close now, but if you want to send um, your name and info to prayer, we're just going to use that one yeah. today, prayer at theconnectchurch.com. We have a gift for you. We have a book that we would love to share. The forward was written by uh, Carson Wentz, and the book was written by one of our pastors, Rick Campana. 
on team that really explains what we just um, what we just prayed in very easy to understand terms. We would love to gift that book to you. Amen. So just send your yeah. name yep. and your address, and when yep. we're able to get back in there, we would love to send that book to you. So let's give them room yeah. real quick. Oh um, yeah, we, we got some really cool stuff. Easter's yeah. coming up. We just said I can't believe next yeah. Sunday is Palm Sunday. Yeah, we've got really cool Easter week. D, come on. We've got stuff every day that's going to be really cool. It's not just a Palm Sunday and Easter. It's all week long. How about, you, how about we tell them on Tuesday? Yeah. No, I'm telling you, okay. there's something There's something that you're really cool going to enjoy. Um, yeah, it's really it's really cool. And it's gonna we're, we're going to have an Easter week instead of just like one big Sunday. And so that we you can be a part of something that we're we're doing, and it's gonna. I'm really excited about it. Yeah. Tuesday at noon, we're gonna be back together. We had communion last week, which, which is awesome. We're gonna do something fun this week uh, at Tuesday at noon. We'll also tell you a little bit more about what's coming up. But this thing that we're talking about, you're gonna be able to share with your friends, and they're gonna want to be a part of it. They're gonna want to. Um, and uh, TKC, we just uh, yes. got our uh, TKC. We we as the church are partnering with our TKC and A01 to uh, reach out to the community with food, tangible love. We've already put in our first order for yes. getting all that stuff in. We're asking you to keep quarantining. We need you to quarantine for 14 days. So you come in yes. and be a part of that if you want to, to give away food uh, and pack it and ship it out. And you can, uh, you can email info at thykingdomcrumb.com. Info yep. at thykingdomcrumb.com. And all of those emails will go to the applicable people. And we're going to start communications about Getting Soon. people who have been quarantined into place to begin to respond and serve. Yeah, it's going to be great. And uh, church, just uh, finally, as we talked about tithing today, yes. we we need we we are asking you to continue to give. Uh, you can you, you can give on the app on the uh, on the Connect Church website uh, on CC, your CCB account. Um, that it's not just uh, you know before I know when people say you got to tithe to keep the lights on. That's not what we tithe. We tithe because. Uh, God has, it's part of an obedience It's part of worship in our life, but it does have tangible expressions. It actually yes. does pay for people who are doing all this yes, and, and takes care of families who are in need, who have lost their jobs in our community as well. So please continue please to give, that. give, like and now. Be like if like you now. Can, before you go into the rest of your day. And obviously we wouldn't be talking about it if it wasn't needed. So please, even if you go to um, the connectors.com, there's yeah. a donate button on there. Please make this part of your worship. It's very, very appreciated. It's very needed. And it's very much in line with his spirit and what he wants us to do as part of being disciples and worshipers. Yeah, and our kids' service is coming up yeah. in, in about five minutes. Uh, yes. It's going to be great. So if you have kids, stay tuned. Um, and uh, make awesome. sure you're subscribing. Subscribe, subscribe yes. to YouTube, our YouTube channel. There are so many resources on there. It's crazy. Tuesday uh, at 12. Tuesday Don't forget. 12. I promise you're going to want to know what's going on. Church, we love, we love you, guys. you so much. Love, we love, you, love you. Love you. Love you. Love you, Instagram. Love See you guys. Love you, Facebook. Love you guys. Have a great day today. It's going to be awesome. YouTube, you guys rock. Stay. Uh, keep, keep Subscribe to the channel. It's going to be good. <laughs>